Episode nine of the Miso Thorny podcast. The penultimate episode. Yeah. I mean, what do you, normally what, we would go in order and like talk about how it started and, and then get to the end, but I don't even know if we should. We should. Where do we uh, even start? Here's where we can start. We can briefly talk about what happened in the beginning. Um, Blake's hometown date crushed it. Yeah, right. There was, I mean, it's run of the mill, nothing. Pretty, pretty simple stuff there. Yeah, no drama. The one thing, the one thing I will say is, I hope that the guys have to actually set up their hometown dates. Like, you know, they didn't get to go to the hometowns, so Blake kind of brought Canada to Katie in New Mexico. I hope he had to do all of that work himself. Like, I hope that it wasn't, you know. Hey, I need. 10 people to do all this work for me. Thanks. See ya. Yeah. Like get out there and do it yourself, man. Like, you know, put together this nice date and he did. It was awesome. You know, they were clicking. No doubt the physical chemistry is there. I think that's still the big question mark. Is that all it is? Is that all it is? Right. Even Blake's mom was asking about that. Yeah. And she's very much in tune with, you know, Blake's very sexually open lifestyle you know she's talked about that plenty of times and she understands what you know kind of man her son is and so you know she can tell that yeah like you said that that physical chemistry is there but what what's past that and they honestly didn't really have a good answer for it i mean they left the date this is normally where the i love you start popping and and we'll kind of get into that later obviously but i mean he didn't say it Katie's been steadfast that she wasn't going to say it. So it's kind of a stalemate and, you know, kind of like a want, want moment for that. Yeah. He, everyone was like rooting for it. And there was even like an awkward silence where he could have said it, but he, he chose not to. And, you know, that's his decision. And I, you, you, you got to respect, but at the same time, you're, you're, well, He's think. Oh, I guess before the episode. I was gonna there. say at the at the There's time. There's not a I was, lot of time, man. You gotta. Yeah, at the time when I was watching it, I was like, dude, that's a mistake. Yeah, that's a mistake. Because the other two, you knew the other two were gonna say it. I mean, yeah, you really did, and it's it was just like, oh. but you know. Anyways, she ends up leaving Blake's, get into Justin's hometown, and Justin being from Baltimore he sort of sets up a Baltimore themed kind of date, which, you know, again, fun and cheeky. Right. You know, it's your, it's your like Blake's. It was almost run of the mill. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, we're going to sample some of the local delicacies. Right. And then didn't uh, didn't do anything wild. Right. Exactly. And really there's not a whole, I mean, other than selling drugs, there's not a whole lot of exciting (laughs) stuff to do in Baltimore. It's a nice town, but not, you know, there's no, I mean, but and and that's the thing. If you're not, if you're not to it. Yeah. And if you're not there, you don't get to experience the very, the the very fun things that it can, right. There was no boardwalk or under armor factory or anything like that. Yeah. And, and there isn't, you know, getting to be at the Harbor, you know, there's nothing like getting, you know, there's none of that sort of run of the mill stuff that you would normally do if you're actually there. And that's just the way plant. Yeah. There, there was no, nowhere to plant drugs on suspects. (laughs) So, I mean, really what else is there to do? So as we get towards it, it's supposed to be the part where you meet the parents and you meet the people closest to, you know, this person's life. And we, as the audience had the inside view that Justin's parents weren't coming 
And they did not sound very supportive. It did not sound decision to go on. Yeah. And it didn't sound like it was, it didn't sound like it was coming up as like a, you know, Oh, we're worried about COVID. Oh, we need to stay home for our, for our health. It very much seemed like his parents were just really nonchalant as well on the phone where they're like, yeah, we trust your judgment. Yeah. Like, well, I I don't know how anybody can go from just meeting to an engagement this shortly, but you know, you, you, you do what you got to do. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, exactly. And then that's, I mean, that's exactly what it is, you know, very much in that sense of like, what, that's it, mom. Like what that's, we're just, we're not going to show up for me. Like we support you. We trust you. You'll be fine. But like, not, you're not actually going to like be here. And he made a great point. He was like, how am I supposed to introduce the woman that I'm potentially going to in, like propose to in a week or yeah. two. Yeah. And she's not going to get to meet my parents first. That, that, that probably scare her away. But I'm wondering if, since I, I mean, I'm assuming Justin is a ratings killer compared to the other two. And so maybe they paid off the parents. Mm-hmm. So they wouldn't come. So Katie wouldn't wouldn't you know move him on to the next round because it's you know i think ratings would be up if it was blake and greg because they're like fan favorites and you expected them to go far where justin like no one expected him to go this far no and really when when all that was going on that was really what like nail in the coffin essentially i thought for justin was was his parents not coming i was like this is it like this is this is gonna get this is going to bring up some very awkward conversations. That yeah, are- dude's dude's gone. And yeah, she had a great time with his two friends that were there. They connected, right. they bonded. It was, you know, whatever. It was fun. It was cheeky. Like they had a good time. But beyond that, she's sitting there looking at everything kind of in that mindset of, yeah, you know what? Probably going to send you home. Didn't get to a, meet is, your parents. Is this a microcosm of how our relationships were going to be? Where well, your parents, yeah. are your parents always going to be hanging over your head and then? And are your parents always going to not be supportive? Right. If we're a married couple, we need your parents for something. Are they going to sit back and kind of just be on the sidelines thinking, know what? You guys take care of that. We we're trust your judgment. Help. Yep, exactly. <laughs> you know, you got it. You, you guys got, got it, that. Trust. You have- <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's it's just an interesting situation to look at it that way. And then we get into the date that honestly thought was going to be perfect. And it was for majority of the time. Right. And you get with Greg and Katie and it is seriously like watching a couple that is, I mean, already to, I mean, been together 10 years. Right. Everything's comfortable and the family, they're just having a really good time meeting, you know, like, like her, her mom's like, you know, I was going in and I was going to expect this, this and this, but I, she's, she's down to earth. She's very sweet. I, I like, I like her. So. Yeah. And you get to see into Greg's life a lot more and really see how much family does mean to him. You know, you see mm-hmm. the video montages from his sisters who both couldn't be there and right. You know, all, one his, just, all his nieces and nephews. Yeah, all the nieces and nephews saying, we miss you, Uncle Greg. I mean, it was it was very heartfelt. And you had a moment where Greg's brother pulls Katie to the side to kind of talk to her. And you realize that Greg and even his brother haven't talked about his dad's passing. 
Right. And in the date earlier that day, Greg took Katie to play basketball because it had been something that him and his dad had always done. And it was very much a mirror of Katie's date where she was able to take him fishing like she did with his dad, with her dad. And so, I mean, you're looking at this thinking, this is it. I mean, why? Especially after he said, I really haven't played basketball since my dad passed. And then he's out there having fun. Like I like this, this one's over. I know this this is, this is just, I thought it was going to end last night right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I thought it could have ended last night. And he pulls the, um, the greatest move of all moves. They're sitting on a little park bench. He's talking about, oh, you know, yeah, it was great how you were able to sort of see what, you know, being in New Jersey would be like. We got to ride tandem bikes down the boardwalk and we enjoyed, you know, a New Jersey treat from the boardwalk and basketball, blah, blah, blah. And then he pulls out the rain move and just like he said, he goes, you know what? Yeah. You say it rains a lot in Seattle, huh? Katie goes, yeah, pretty much all the time. He goes, well, yeah. it rains in New Jersey too. <laughs> Snaps oh, the yeah, fingers. The snap of the finger and coming and down. And just was- rain starts coming down. And I saw, again, I am, if I wasn't already bought in at this point, I was for sure thinking, I thought okay. he was going to propose right there. It would have been a perfect moment. I thought he could have a hundred percent. And you're right. Then we meet. The family, it keeps going well there. Everything's great. They look like they are the couple. They look like this is it. And then we get to the point where Greg really does pour his heart out. And he puts it all out there, all of it. And you can tell as he's doing that, that there's moments where Katie kind of is enjoying it, but feeling very... I think almost nervous. All Greg wants to hear is that you're going to be the one, whatever. And she can't do like, obviously that's her rule is she's not going to tell anybody that, you know, I I'm in love with you. That was, that's her principle. It's yeah, like, it's like Batman's one rule. I, I just, I'm not going to kill anyone. Yeah. And, and, then, and that was exactly just, what she had kept doing. And just like in the dark night, I mean, Batman had to break his one rule and like let everyone kind of think that he killed Harvey Dent to like save the city. She -hmm. would have had to tell Greg that she was falling in love to save that relationship. Right. And I don't know if she lost him there or in what happens in the scenes to come. But after he pours his heart out and just lays it all on the line. Really, the only thing she can say as she's wiping away tears off his face is, I just love looking at you. Yeah, that. And and you're I, right. I, I know what she meant, but like, I do. That... I do know what she meant. And I think she, I think, I know she meant it well. And I know she looked nervous. And I know in that moment, you've got this guy who you've already told his mother that he's getting a rose next week. Like, or this week, you've already told his mom, he's going to be in the last two. You've basically already told him he's going to be in the last two. You have cemented him in the final and he is laying his life out there for you. Telling you how you fill the hole in his heart. You've made him feel feelings. He's never felt. You made him whole and happy again after the passing of his father. I mean, there is all sorts, all sorts of everything is, is in this right now. And so you get that response 
And I know she didn't mean it the way it came out. And I know it's not what he wanted, but you can immediately tell where his heart just absolutely breaks and a 12 foot wall goes up. Oh yeah. He has, because he, he, it's, uh, he, he almost can't handle being number two. He has to know right now if he's, and, if he's the final one. And I think that's really what he wanted to know. And I think you're right. If initially her response wasn't, I just love looking at you. And she had said, you know what? I am falling in love with you. And, and this is almost done. And we're almost to the end. I think he, I think things would have been fine. Right. But immediately she can tell something's wrong. She can tell his moods off that he's feel, you know, that he's got these defenses and he just reverts to, I mean, sort of very snide answers in the form of a question, just right. putting it back on her. Well, why do you think I feel that way? Yeah. Well, why do you, what do you think that's from? Well, yeah. Mentally, he's not obvious for, for very obvious reasons. He's not the most stable hundred like percent. Very, very fragile. Yeah. And so there's all this pressure and for, and just to go that far and for it not to work, I, that's just. And just for it to be the response I'm, you didn't want. Yeah. Right. It, even I'm getting like anxious about it. Like it's, you know, yeah, it's definitely you're, anxious. You're, you know, you're, you're going in the final round of the masters and you have the lead and you're like, oh my God, I could never be here again. If, right. If I don't win this, what's going to, I, I, what do I do? And then it. And I think that's a lot of what he was feeling is that, yeah. you know, he knew he was there. He knew he was ready. He felt she was too. And he just didn't get that same answer from her that he wanted. And, and I think it could have been, like we've said, I think it could have been another answer that he wasn't necessarily expecting. And I think it still could have turned out all right, because I yeah. think as long as she didn't say literally anything of what she said, if she hadn't said that at all, I think it was a, I think they would have been in a better spot and I oh, don't yeah. blame her for that. Like, that's just, Again, that's what happens in life. Things don't come out the way you mean for them. And, <laughs> you're, yeah, you're telling me. I mean, right? So it's like th these things happen. These types of things happen. So, I mean, I don't know that, again, there's no one to blame for this. It, it's it's just, it was an unfortunate moment and it put a huge wall up. And then the next morning after they continued to sit on the couch and argue back and forth, then they're standing up arguing outside. Mm -hmm. She finally says goodbye to him and good night. And the next morning we see him get up and kind of confront Blake and just not really confront, but talk to Blake about, you know, Hey, what's going on, man? You know, da, da, yeah. da. I'm not doing so well. Yeah. Yeah. You're handling it way better than me. I know that. Yeah. And then we see Greg start to walk off to go see Katie. And I didn't know what was going to happen, but I was terrified of what might happen. But I was also at the same time optimistic that, you know what? He's going to walk in there and she's going to tell him she loves him. And this is still going to work. Right. They both, they had, you know, well, we think 24 hours to like sleep, you know, sleep on it. Cause I mean, meeting the family and him pouring her, I mean, that's he, when they had their, you know, quote unquote fight, he must've been, well, both must've been mentally exhausted. So stuff's going to, or he's going to, mm -hmm. maybe, maybe he just, that's the way he was going to interpret it. But, right. but at the same time, like they're both exhausted and, you know, not everything's firing in all cylinders when 
everything up to that point, they had, you know, one-on-one mm-hmm. time and it's just them yeah. and even the group dates, it's not nearly as much pressure. No. And I really thought when they went to go talk together and Greg goes to her hotel room to talk to her, I mean, it started out, it started out all right. Mm-hmm. You know, he was, he was very much being just open with her about what he was expecting and I guess hoping for. And he was very just honest in that sense of this is what I needed that night and this isn't what I got. And yeah. that's why I reacted the way I reacted. And it starts out where I'm very team Greg. And I go, you know what, Greg, you're right. That's that's a good way to say that. That's a good way to present how you feel right. to Katie. And she was acknowledging it. And I was like, this is great. Look at this adult couple okay. having they're, an adult conversation. We're working through this. We're, we're getting closer. Exactly. That's what I kept thinking. I go, okay, Katie's acknowledging how he felt. Katie's apologizing for it. She's trying to explain herself and how she meant it and how it didn't come out how she meant. And all of a sudden I'm thinking, this is good. This is, this is great. Look at this happening. It's happening. That's what, that's what it seemed like. And then I don't know what happened. And I honestly think looking back and sort of having rewatched these scenes a few times now, I think he went into this planning to burn the bridge down. He, yeah. Okay. I can, yeah, I can see that where he's just like, I no, I can't just, I can't just do, I can't do this anymore. I think so. And I think the thing that happened was, I mean, at this point, you know, they keep going back and forth and Greg's doing that thing again. Like he did the night before where he's responding in question to try and provoke her to say things, to try and get her riled up in a way of, well, why do you think that? Well, why is that? What what do you think brought that on? Right. I mean, he's just, he's constantly poking, poking, poking. And Katie, I I give her props. She's sitting there, she's taking it. And she's letting him be angry. And she's letting him feel these emotions that he's feeling. And a still like, I was still kind of not team Greg at this point. I'm kind of like floating to the middle. Like, okay, man, now's a good time to back off. Yeah. Oh yeah. Something's, you know, she's Katie's being very steadfast in her, in her rules and beliefs. And it's like, you just, if you just ease off the brake, man, you ease off the gas. We'll this, this, this can be saved, but he just kept, no, 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 this, this is the sound feeling. This is, this is a, uh, you know, I, I can't do this. Uh, I, I I deserve better. It's like, uh oh, uh oh, where are you going? Where are you going? Yeah. And <sighs> and she, for the longest time, held in it, stayed in it, stayed calm, stayed very respectful, let it let it go. And then eventually it got to the point where she was just sort of thinking, you know what? I can't have you talk about me like this or talk to me that way. Right. And she starts to push back. And now I'm team Katie. I'm like, you're right, Katie. You should push back. Greg's she shouldn't get bullied into saying, I love you. I, Absolutely. Greg's being a dick. He's yeah. trying to push you to do something you don't want to do. Good. Push back. Now I'm team Katie all of a sudden. And and rightfully so, because Greg, you're being an asshole. Yeah. You proved your point. You came in, you said what you felt. She acknowledged it. We should have been done with this, but now you keep pushing. So she's got to push back. You're going to poke the bear enough. It's going to come. It's going to bite you back. I, and then at this point, it's just. At this point, now it's just exploding and it's gotten to the point where he's yelling, she's yelling, 
and it does not look like it's going well. She like oh after he walked outside she's and you know I don't she's like I don't even know what I can say it can we all knew what she had to say but if she's not comfortable saying it then then maybe this maybe he was supposed to walk away maybe and you know she said multiple times to him to try to reassure him plenty of different things and you know she even was saying I don't want to do this if he's not here right oh yeah she wants and, she wants her plane ticket home. And, and she opened the door to him where, and this is what I don't understand either. Greg, she gave you the opportunity to say, you know what? Let's run away together. Let's just end the show together. Let's just be out of this. Let's go. She was begging him to stay. She was begging mm -hmm. him to, to be in it, to come on. We're almost there. We're almost to the end. Let's get to it. Let's figure this out. Right. Let's. Hey. You're getting a rose. You will be here next week. Right. Hint, You're going to hint, 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 hint. Yeah, exactly. Yes, but like, that just wasn't enough. And I understand, like, you know, I understand, but I don't understand. Like, Greg, I know getting a rose doesn't mean that you win. But you're one step closer. Just and I understand yeah. that you're going to get there's an there is a there's a chance you're going to get crushed mm -hmm. and yeah. for and him, maybe, I don't know. Again, yeah. I don't know if he could handle that. And maybe it was the self-preservation thing and it, and, and it felt like it, but in his attempt to preserve himself, he attacked Katie and, and okay. tore this thing down way more yep. than it had to be. Um, you know, he, he just, he, he walks away from her. She follows him. She begs him to stay. Like we said, gives him that opportunity to, where I wish if he was so, like I said, if he was so in love with her, I would have thought he would have at one point been, you know what, Katie, let's just leave. If I'm, if yeah. I'm it, if, if I'm it, if this is it, let's just leave, leave right now. Let's go. And then at least there's a chance for her to think about that and think, you know what, maybe I should just leave with you right now. Maybe we Claire, should just run Claire off into the it, sunset. Yeah. Claire did it. Right. She I mean, the show super early. And there are no rules. If you want right. to leave because you love a guy, get the hell out of here and go. Go be happy. And he didn't even throw that out there as an opportunity. And and so now it's like, you know what? Team Katie here, man. Like she, <laughs> you're putting her through it, dude. And you have no think, reason yeah. to. But I think if he would have said that and Katie's like, well, no, I have to finish this process. That would have, that, I mean, even if, she said, Hey, you know, I want to finish this process with you at mm -hmm. the end that he's that, that still would have been a no to him. And he, he, he's, yeah. he's, he's out. It probably would have been. And that's probably the rationale he had, the rationale he had in his head, but there always could have maybe been that option, mm -hmm. you know, but at some point he, he drops what I think will be a line that lives in infamy for bachelor nation staring her dead in the face he goes i'm done here yep and just walks off and that was it and that was i mean that was literally the last we saw of greg he walks off with and i'm done and katie's a wreck she's going up to her room again just crying her eyes mm -hmm. out locks herself in the bathroom and we just hear her talking it out to herself about the situation she, she eventually we get Caitlin up there. And this mm -hmm. is where I will say 
this is where you need someone like Caitlin or Tasha to be there. Yes, for, for situations like this, for sure. This is a perfect moment. Now, I think between this, there could be a good mix of someone who is an impartial third party as a host like Chris Harrison mm -hmm. and someone who has been there before and done it like Caitlin. I think mm -hmm. there's a I think there's an opportunity for a good mix of that. It doesn't have to be with just one person. I think you can have two hosts. And I think you can do this and make this work a little bit better because we've talked sort of throughout this podcast, throughout the season, there's been times where we've needed Chris Harrison, but this was very much a time where we needed Caitlin. Right. And she was the perfect backboard for her to talk it out. Mm -hmm. And now that, you know, she's like, well, okay, well, Michael a left, who was another one who yeah. maybe could probably, was probably, it was probably him and Greg for the final two. When she I pulled mean, out the, and Michael a left, I was like, oh my God, she still hung yeah. up on him. Yep. Oh yeah. And, and I, that's one where that wasn't her choice for them to leave. Right. So, you know, it's, it's especially stings. Cause it's not, you know, she didn't have the chance to like think it over and then like, you know, it wasn't like Andrew, like she didn't even mention mm -hmm. Andrew. No, I mean, yeah, because that was her choice to leave him out. And, you know, that's something that she could live with. But with Michael a leaving on his own and now Greg leaving, like she she didn't have a choice. And I think that really bugs her. But and, yeah. and it should. And it should. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I completely agree. And, you know, I think a lot of the feelings she was, she was feeling were absolutely right. And, oh yeah, you know, th there's no way to say, you know, you can't say someone's feelings are wrong. So in the first place, whatever she's feeling is right. Right. It's you know, so whatever she's feeling is, is how that was. And I've, the whole thing, you know, the, the, <laughs> the fact that we could sit looking at a door for a good 10 minutes with just dialogue <laughs> running at the bottom of the screen just goes to show you the amount of pull that this show has on people. Oh yeah. It was just dialogue. It was, and it was captivating. Staring at the screen. Staring, waiting for something to happen. And I mean, we, we have no idea what happens. I mean, the last we hear is Katie wants them to book her fucking flight home. And then even what, uh, during the preview, Blake was like, well, if she's still hung up on Greg, there's no fucking point in being here. Right. And that's sort of the, so, the glimpses yeah. of what we get in the next episode next week. And I mean, still no images of her in a dress. Nope. No ring shopping. Normally no. by now we'd be seeing someone picking out rings. Normally yeah. by now we'd be seeing someone talking to Neil Lane. You know, those mm -hmm. promos would normally be happening. I don't know what happens next week. I have a very good feeling that she leaves with nobody. It's oh yeah. But I also could see her leaving to go after Greg. Yes, they're you know they they do show a SUV leaving. And I don't know if that's Greg. I mean could be. Is, we don't know. I mean yeah, we did we didn't see Greg get in a car and leave. We just seen no. him walk off well, cuz right. you know. I don't know if they I don't know if he packed his stuff beforehand, but uh, he he just walked off, and then we don't we don't know what happens. So yeah. he could still be there. The way they edit stuff, and we, anything is possible. And, and that's a great point about how the way they edit things. And and this is where, as I was watching this, I have a few. 
I don't want to say they're conspiracy theories, but I would like to say that they are alternate endings for how this episode could have gone or might have been in real time. You have a timeline. I have a timeline that I think is different than what we actually saw happen in person. Okay, break it down. So we see Blake's date first. And in Blake's date, as it's happening, there's a point in time where Katie and Blake are playing street hockey. Mm -hmm. And they pan to a shot of Greg up in the room on the balcony watching the date. And, you know, he, he's very much, oh man, uh, I shouldn't have like, uh, it just hurts. Shouldn't to see have her. seen that. Yep. Yeah. Like didn't want to see that, you know, God, I shouldn't have been out here, you know, oh man. And the way, the way he's feeling in that moment is almost too heavy for me to think that he hasn't had his hometown yet. Now, the way they show it to us, Blake is first. Justin is second. Greg is third. Yes. In my theory, Greg was actually first. And then Blake was second. And then Justin was third. Or the other possibility is that Justin was first. Greg was second. Blake was third. But in whatever. Whatever. It's Greg. And then Blake. And then Blake. Okay. That's how yeah. I think it was. And here again, here are some reasons why he's there seeing their date on the balcony. And in that scene, he's wearing a black t-shirt and black pants. In the scene that we see after Greg's hometown date, and he comes to talk to Blake, he's wearing a black t-shirt and black pants. So what they made in the edit in my mind was to make us think that the morning after Greg's hometown was just the end of hometowns. But in reality, the morning after Greg's hometown was the morning of Blake's hometown. Okay. Yes. Because they're talking on the couch. Greg is still dressed in his black shirt, black pants. Blake gets up and says, I'm going to go get a lift in. Any guy will tell you before you go on a date, you're going to hit the floor and do some push-ups. You got to get the you got to get the the bulge, man. You got to get the pump going. Right. Now normally that would be the situation. So for Blake saying, "You know what? I'm going to go get a workout in because I just want to clear my mind." Now we don't hear more of that dialogue, but that's right. a very I'm about to be on a date today. I'm I'm going to go work out. He wouldn't really have to clear his mind if he didn't have anything else to do that day. Right. And his date went well, so it's not like he has to clear his mind of that. So now let's follow the timeline. If Greg's date was first and Blake's date was second, then the situation we're dealing with is that after getting rejected by Katie the night before, after you pour your heart out, you then see her on a date with another guy making out. That's going very well. And it's going well. And now your emotions are, are bubbling. Now you've got the boiling of the feelings going. Now he has a reason to think that he's not going to make it. And then you walk back inside. And in your black shirt and your black sweatpants, you sit down for a individual, you know, whatever they do, the behind the scenes sort of, you know, discussions about how they're feeling about things, the check-ins. Right. Well, 
in the footage of Greg walking to Katie's room, he is putting on a gray shirt and a green coat. Now, yes, I get it. People can change clothes. Sure. Who knows? But what we don't see is any dialogue of him in that outfit until he gets to Katie's room. The only dialogue you hear is the monologue he's or the discussion he's having with producers while he's still wearing the black shirt and the black sweatpants. They just play that audio over video of him changing, putting on new clothes, walking to see Katie. So Greg, having had the first date, is now sitting down immediately after his date on the day of Blake's hometown, recording this audio of how he's feeling. He doesn't have a chance to go see Katie yet because mm -hmm. his was day one. Blake's is day two. He's got to wait for Justin to have a day three. And by the end of day three, he is boiled over. His it's mind. Just, yeah, it's just been stewing. His mind has come. To communicate. Oh. It's come to a boiling point. So what we see Greg doing to get dressed to leave, I think that that's probably the day after Justin's hometown. If Justin was last in real right. time, because everything clothing wise and the editing wise lends itself to believe that it was what was happening. If it had been like a day one situation for him. And there's right. one yeah. other piece, one other piece of sort of damning evidence that I would say sort of, sort of gets this for me here. So when she's talking to Greg, we see Greg on his hometown and in our head, he's the last hometown. Mm -hmm. But when they're talking, Katie goes, he goes, well, why do you think I'm upset? And Katie goes, well, this sucks. This sucks. I'm not going to see you tomorrow. There's other guys here. There's more hometowns. Mm. Well, if he was last. Then there's no other hometowns. Un then there's uh, no, no other. Yeah, right. Then there's no other hometowns. If he's last, he's the last hometown. And if he really is last, as you showed it to us on TV, then you're, you are going to see him tomorrow because there's a rose ceremony. Yeah. So you wouldn't say that. You're right. Yeah. What you would say if you were in Katie. The, in the schedule. And, right. Right. If what you would say if you were Katie and if he was really last, you would say, Greg, it's okay. The rose ceremony's tomorrow. I'm going to give you a rose. You're going to be the last one. You're going to be one of the last two in. Mm -hmm. It's fine. You're getting a rose. It's okay. She would have had so much more reassurance. But if his date was actually first, like I think it was, she would say things like, this sucks. I don't get to see you tomorrow. She would also say, there's other guys. There's other hometowns. She would say those things if his date was first. Because that would just make sense. She was understanding his fears right. because there are other dates. Because he and was hey, the first one, really. There's going to be a few more days till the rose. I'm not going to see you for a while. All right. So, Ooh. I think that's... Yeah. I think that's the mix up. And I think that's the order that we didn't really get fully. I think they made it seem like Greg's was last and that he flipped out immediately. And then he went in with a really hot head the day after and just lit things up. What I think happened is he was actually first. And then that fuse just burned through Blake's date. It burned through Justin's date. And then it just came to a 
to and a point where he couldn't Blake, handle it. Seeing Blake, seeing Blake State was just an accelerant. Like, oh, oh yeah. Like, if it was going poorly, I'm sure if they were, you know, if she, Katie had poor body language mm -hmm. for something Blake said or something like that, or he's like, okay, all right, let's. I ha I'm definitely ahead of that guy. So, but no, it was it was going very well. They were kissing. You know, it's like watching your crush kiss another guy. You know, like that, right. That doesn't, doesn't feel good. But I think in that in those combination of things, I think that is what actually happened. I think that's the real order. Yeah, and you that go to my go yeah. to my Twitter page if yeah. you want to see it laid out there. I tweeted it in a nine tweet series. Yeah. Took a while, but I put it in there. You have a gift. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it is, or maybe it's just paranoia. Who knows? Maybe maybe it's a curse. It could be. But I mean, regardless of what actually happened or the order, what we're left with is just uncertainty upon uncertainty. Tasha and Caitlin, we know, come and tell the guys, the two guys, Justin and Blake, this has never happened before. It's, it, this changes literally everything. And whatever happens, it literally will change everything this time. Yeah. They're not just yeah. saying it. Right. <laughs> um, but we have no clue what it is. You know, I'm not, I'm not one of those people that looks ahead to say that I know because that I don't want to no, ruin I've, it for I've myself. All spoilers. Yeah, exactly. Year. Same, so. same. So, I mean, I just don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. And does she go back for Greg? Does she come out? I mean, here would be my thing too, that I'm thinking if, you know, Justin, let's say Justin and Blake don't know what happened because they don't. They have no right. idea that Greg left. Do they even know if Michael A left? Um, yes, they do. Because the three of them, well, the, yeah, because they saw each other in the house. They would have, or in the living, in the living quarters. I guess, that, yeah, that's true. So they would have seen each other like. Yeah, yeah like, hey, where the hell's Michael A? I haven't seen him all Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they would know that. I don't think they would know that Greg left yet, but. No, 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 no. If let's say this happens, Katie comes on, acts like everything's normal, you know, gets herself pulled together. Let's say she picks Blake because if it is just Blake and Justin, Justin's going home. Yeah. I tweeted this as well. Justin is the UMBC of Bachelor Nation. <laughs> He's just that seed that went too far and and just couldn't get it done. Right. But he, you know, she's going to Ironically, Maryland Baltimore County and he's from Baltimore. I know, right? All right. Oh man. But I mean if it is the way that it, if it is those two, then, then Blake is for sure going to be the one. If I'm Blake and we're engaged and I'm watching this back for the first time and I'm seeing how broken up you are over Greg and Michael A. Yeah. Yeah. I am going to be questioning things hard. Right. It's not like she's saying, well, I still have a chance with someone here. I mean, she right. Wants to leave. Yeah. I don't think any, I don't, I mean, I don't think any guy in that situation, if you're one of the last two and you get picked and you watch this back, I would have to imagine watching it back. There are going to be some questions that your fiance is going to have to answer. Am I only here? Cause they left. Exactly. You know, oh. exactly. So you were the best of what was left. Oh, thanks. Yeah, exactly. Nobody wants to hear that. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. But that's, I mean, I think that's kind of the situation we're in and I would say that, you know, looking at it and no basing things off past experience, she's not going to pick anybody. And uh, I think that's what's going to happen. And I also think that it's just a matter of, is she going to go after Greg or not? Mm -hmm. And when we do get to finally experience the after the final rose, which is 
you know, Monday nights is going to be two hours and then an after the final rose. So it'll actually be three hours. Right. That after the final rose, I mean, that's where we get to talk to Greg. He'll be there. Um, will he be with Katie? I don't know. You know, we don't know. We have no idea what's going to come out of this, but it was just, I mean, it was insane to watch. It was insane. Yeah, it was, it was riveting TV. And I can't believe I'm saying that about the bachelorette. Yeah. The drama is real. It is. <laughs> the heat is on. Let me tell you. Also, also true. So, I mean, yeah, we'll be back next week to try and wrap it all up and we'll get that one out of the way and we'll go from there. Should we live stream our podcast Wednesday at eight o'clock? We can. Should we try that? Or we can do it. Yeah, I mean, or we can do Monday night. Well, wait, what time does it? Does it go to 11? Probably. That's probably going to be probably. Yeah, right. So I'm thinking Wednesday at eight. Anybody who's listening that wants to join in on the live podcast, they can. There's a little comment section over here if they want to do that. If that's something we're interested in. Yeah, we're going to have to. We'll have to link it to a page and, and put it up there. We'll try it. Maybe. We'll give it a go. Well, we'll hey, we'll 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 discuss it and we'll let everyone know. It's an option. Yeah, for sure. It's an option. Do it for the at least the last episode. So, whew, it's been yeah. wild, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's gonna be a lot to talk about. I don't even want to get into the Bachelor in Paradise promos I've been watching. Oh boy. <laughs> that, I mean, when I think about the people in on the Bachelor in the past, that I just. I, I picture the worst of the worst. And then Bachelor in Paradise kind of is the worst of the worst. Oh, yeah. It is. You get the you get the, the toxic personalities all together. So. Yeah. But eventually, some people in there find love. Right. Yeah. Of course. You know, it's not. Jaden Tanner. A, they've got not, kids now. Yeah. It's not a cesspool. It's, you know, Connor's no. going to be there. And thank goodness. Other than his deep V-necks and open shirts and chains, he's not. He's not a douche. So. <laughs> All right, well, we'll catch you guys next week then as we wrap it up for the finale. Last episode. Whew.